Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan and our host, Frank Shelby. Uh, and hey, Frank, there's something yeah. that's perplexing me. Um, I really enjoy hosting fishing trips, and we've got uh, one coming up in July. We've really got, we've still got a couple of spots left, but we need to fill that up right away. Um, but I'd really like to do a trip to the East Cape, maybe to Loretto, um, and to New Orleans. But you know, we can't book these trips unless people call or email and say that sounds good. I want to go. So last week. We made this announcement, and we got zero emails. I mean, how is that possible? There's more than half a million people out there, and I know most of them want to go, so I must be doing something wrong. Well, so, we both must be doing something wrong. It's probably it's so inexpensive they don't believe it. You know, I think you might be right about that. We're going to, I'll tell you, if they don't call in the next two weeks, we should raise the price at least $500. <laughs> there you go. Let's do that. Don't, Mark, don't you think that's a good idea? That's a good idea, Frank. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But, so uh, anybody that calls us the, the next two weeks, we'll have something a little bit different to do with them. Yeah. So, But they have to call or email John. At? And... John at fishtalkradio.com. John at fishtalkradio.com. Just send me yeah. an email. And I'm going to be gone for the next couple of weeks, um, duty calls. But uh, if you s- just send me an email, and if I don't get back to you right away, it's because I couldn't t- couldn't get it. But He's uh, on a ship somewhere yeah. having fun, and I'm going to be hosting it. Me and Mark is going to be hosting it. There you go. But you, can, you can email us. And uh, we will get back to you in the next three weeks. I give you right. my word. All right. but tell, me, tell us where you want to go. Some of the that. trips, I think you might be right. You know, people can go on a trip to Alaska for 2000 and think, well, it can't be any good. But trust me, you know, we, because of what we do, we can negotiate prices that you're not going to find anywhere else. And there's some other places I want to go to and maybe some more high-end places. Uh, that uh, we need to go. Anyway, please send John an email at john at fishtalkradio.com. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. With a long pedigree, the Snowbee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snowbee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snowbee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most, who is the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page, a post, or a website, optimize it properly, spread it around to 22 million people and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. WhiteMountainBusiness.com Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that too. Maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you just want to call me. 928-228-9228 That's 928-228-9228. I've done it for literally thousands, and I can do it for you. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and also our host, Frank Shelby. Also on the line with this, we have, I consider him a, a good friend of mine. I've known him for many years, and I don't know how many actual scientists there are in their field of study is uh, bait to catch attract and catch fish well one of the very few his name is John Proc now and he works for Berkeley and they're probably only one only one of the few countries or companies in the world that you know can do that because of their size and I'm sure uh, John makes a whole lot of money but uh, it's it's very interesting, you know, to because it's this is what John talks about is not um, uh, what would you say um, opinions because you know of course you know what they say about everybody's got one but about what works and what doesn't work and to me most of the time lures and bait are designed to catch anglers not necessarily the fish but John. He uses scientific methodology to know what works and how it works. So I'd like to introduce John Proc now. And uh, well, thanks, John. And uh, where are you right now, John? Uh, right now, I'm at the Bassmasters Classic in Knoxville, Tennessee. This is the Super Bowl of bass fishing here. Right yeah, now. it sure is. Wow. And of course, you know, fishing. I'm sure that you've got some special things for uh, for bass, but. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that you've been working on, and maybe what uh, you know what what's coming out. Would you mind t- telling us? No, uh, that's that's great, John. I appreciate it, and 
the uh, introduction you did was very good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I just, I'm a, a chemist by education and an angler by advocation. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the scientific research we do, John, is very extensive. And you're right. We have to pass it by the fish first. Yeah. And then we have to make sure. But the the old adage is that in the industry is I've never seen a a uh, fish with a uh, credit card in its billfold or something. <laughs> so you've got to make it attractive to the angler, too. Yeah. So it's a twofold thing. And mm-hmm. we work at both of them. And you're right. We take a scientific approach to it from the 2,000 and some fish we have in our our freshwater research facility in Spirit Lake, Iowa, wow. to the field testing that we do out in the field to verify everything that we've determined in the lab actually works out in the field and gives you better catch rates uh, compared to uh, other non-sensitive or non-flavored uh, products. And you realize we've been at this for over 30 years now in uh, research and development of scents and flavors that fish respond to, not necessarily fishermen, but fish respond to. Mm-hmm. Well, John, you know, you, you poor guy, you know, you work so hard. And then on top of that, you have to go out and do your field tests on the water. Poor guy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's part of the verification process. Yeah. And I'd like to say I do that uh, as much as I used to, but I don't. I'm in the lab and making sure we've got uh, lots of able bodies out there that can do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we do a lot of stuff in the lab, and then the, the last part is the field test part. Yeah. And uh, there are uh, many, many things that we've come up with over the years as far as the science mm-hmm. of fish chemoreception and what they like and dislike. And we built all that into every product that we make, whether it be a, a soft bait, dough bait for trout, or a soft plastic worm for bass or a, a big fat grub that you use out mm-hmm. there trolling around for wahoo and things yeah. like that. Well, Berkeley is huge. I mean, actually, the parent company owns about half of the fishing industry, but uh, you guys cover everything. And But let's talk a little bit about fish attraction um, from a scientific point of view. The uh, you know you know the one thing I never could understand is why uh, dark bait is used in dark water and light colored uh, lures are in light water, but that's a whole different subject. But what you do um, is you mentioned, I guess a couple. Well, you mentioned scent, but it's from what I understand from talking to you, there's basically two things that are used as attractants. One of them is the color, the other one is the scent. Can you comment on that? Sure. Um, the you, what we do in our products, uh, John, is we try to make the fish believe that it is something that he wants to eat, she wants to eat, and by doing that, you have to fool as many of the senses as you can. Whether it's the sight that you're saying, you've got to get the fish to notice your uh, bait first. You've got to get them to smell it so they think that it's something to eat or taste it so it tastes like something to eat. But there's also a vibration uh, or sound factor oh. also that's in there. Hmm. And we're doing research on all of those, but the ones that really uh, we've concentrated on, got the most on is the scent and flavor, which we call chemoreception. Mm-hmm. And what we found out over the years is oils or oil-based products are not the uh, ones that the fish can key on the best oh. because a fish lives in a water environment. Hmm. And for them to be able to taste or smell it has to be soluble. product, mm-hmm. it has to be water-soluble. Mm-hmm. 
the chemistry and biology of a fish is the long chain hydrocarbons of oils won't fit into their receptors, receptor sites on their tongue or on their nostrils, and they can't even determine it's there. It's like us dipping our steak in a a tub of Wesson oil before we stick it in our mouth. Mm. Don't taste anything. Mm. I'm trying to give somewhat of an analogy yeah. there. And so we concentrate on the water-soluble components and so that the fish can actually detect it. I'm not saying that there aren't oils out there that have some water-soluble parts in them or moieties that fish can detect. But in general, the long-chain hydrocarbons that oils are won't fit into their uh, sites on their tongue, so they can't even tell it's there. Interesting. I got one quick question to ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you mix this up, do you have to add something so the smell comes off slowly and not all at once? Very good question. <laughs> well, I thought uh, I needed to ask that. Very good question. We do that. Um, uh, my expertise is in the bait delivery systems or how we incorporate the scents and flavors that fish like. Because there's no one magic chemical or one magic thing that fish respond to. It's a, a, a mixture of them. And what I need to do in my uh, applications chemistry lab is come up with a delivery system, whether it's a soft plastic, like polyvinyl chloride, the plastic worms are made out of, or if it's actually a liquid that you spray on your lure or a dough that you mash around your hook. And all those have have, uh, certain types of um, requirements, and you can control the different uh, formulations of that to get a controlled release or a fast release or a fast release up front and then a controlled release as it dissolves away. So yeah, those types of things are definitely looked at and incorporated in to the product depending on the application that you're putting it in. John, we've only got about a minute or so left. Um, I understand that you may have a one or two things that's going to be coming out in the spring. Can you mention that real quick? You were talking about a trout bait. Yeah. Uh, the, we've got some new trout baits coming out, uh, Berkeley Power Bait Trout Dough. Uh, I've got uh, four new uh, put-ups coming out. There'll be a, uh, I believe they're calling it a, a, gold, a gold, a silver, and a glow. And uh, uh, watch for it. It should be available in June is when it will be available. There'll be uh, four, new, four new ones. And then down here at the Classic, we've got the Jordan Lee line of baits for the bass guys. We've got a craw, a minnow, and a new swim bait that's mm-hmm. uh, just introducing down here at the Classic. Wow, that's incredible. But yeah, I wish we had more time because I'd like to talk to you about uh, uh, colors and sensory, but I know that fish don't see the same way we do. Because when you're down over 30 feet, you know, most people, though, you can't see it. Uh, but the fish uh, used uh, they used ultraviolet. They have different ways to see things. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, John... <laughs> Fascinating. Well, good luck down there, and uh, um, we hope to bring you back on real soon. We appreciate everything you do for Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Yes, thank you so much. Okay. Always enjoyable. All right. Thanks, John. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're going to uh, have to take a quick break and. Great stuff. We'd like to bring you things that are interesting, entertaining, and uh, you, you know, you never you never know everything there is about fishing. So, we're we're working on it. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar. Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. With a long pedigree, the Snowbee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snowbee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snowbee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. A full-service fly shop, His and Her Fly Fishing, offers FFI-certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of FishHuntTalkRadio.com or listen live Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google His and Her Fly Fishing. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and our host Frank Shelby, and we have an expert, another expert in the field. We just talked to John Prochnow, which was a very interesting. And you know, it it said in fishing, you know, you you never know everything. So, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, so I keep learning more every week, and that's what makes it exciting. But we have Steve Hamber, who is. Uh, an expert on electronics. And I'll let uh, Steve just kind of introduce himself and talk about what he does. Is that all right, Frank? Yeah, that's fine. Let's, Steve, first thing Steve needs to do is get out all the ones he represents. Oh, good luck with that. 
We only got 12 minutes. Uh, am I on? Yes, you're on. You're on. Oh, okay. Hey, guys, thanks for having me again, and uh, always enjoy this segment, and uh, however I can help. Had a really successful show there in Los Angeles, Fred Hall. Uh, the folks uh, had me up there every day, sometimes twice a day, doing uh, uh, seminars on our latest se- sem- uh, sonar technology. And I, it was very uh, interesting because I had a wide range of of uh, people um, uh, coming to the seminars, and I was fascinated by what people know, what they think they know, what they don't know. So I kind of wanted to kind of give an overall, you know, 100,000 foot elevation view on on sonar and um, and what we're looking at on our screens. And you know, we represent Simrad, we represent Lawrence. Uh, we've been doing it longer than anybody. Daryl Lawrence started all this with his, you know, with his um, digital uh, flasher back in mm-hmm. 1957. Yeah, we little thing went in a circle, yeah. But here's, here's the thing. Um, traditional sonar is our most basic form of sonar. This style of sonar has been in use for many decades, and it's in pretty much the industry standard. Traditional sonar works by sending out sound waves directly beneath the boat and reflecting them back up in real time, reading what is happening underneath you. Uh, so we move on to today's technology, which is our sonar frequency. Um, the frequency used by sonar determines the resolution of the image, how deep the signal can reach. Uh, low frequencies generally uh, reach greater depths, but have less resolution. Higher frequencies can show very high detail, but cannot go the depth um, that the lower frequencies can. So if you look at today's um, sonar, like structure scan and down scan. Take a look at the frequencies. A lot of guys don't notice this. Uh, and those frequencies on this new technology, they're all up there at 455, 800, in some cases over 1,000 um, kilohertz. But the big one that we came with several years ago is what we call our chirped um, technology. And the newer sonars use a range of frequencies known as chirped, um, sonar. These trip sonars emit and listen for specific fre- frequency ranges, so they pulse it, uh, and this helps the sonar distinguish between individual fish with better resolution and really clean up unwanted noise uh, from the water column, uh, and is exceptionally um, useful on seeking bottom fish. And uh, when you got that halibut and you got the other species you're looking for, where we just kind of saw a bump on the bottom, now we're separating those targets. I was showing some images, guys, at 200 feet where we could see the fish six to seven feet off the bottom off the floor mm. at 250 feet. Pretty amazing. Well, Steve, let me yeah. ask you a question because, uh-huh. you know, even after all this time I'm talking to you before, I'm still stupid. Um, my understanding is that sonar works, uh, basically it's looking for voids in the water, which would be an air bladder. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. The the um, uh, and I was going to discuss a little bit of that of uh, as to what you're exactly seeing. But um, you know, uh, it, some people call them um, hooks. Some people call them boomerangs and all kinds of things. But those reflections uh, that you're getting from the fish um, is off that air bladder, and that's what they're they're that's what's pinging back at you. Well, my question um, is, uh, halibut don't have air bladders, so how do you find them? They don't. Well, I didn't think they did. Do, do all fish they have do. Okay. They do. So, 
Yeah, no, I can. I've got some images here. So you know, a traditional sonar, the boat has has located up at the top right. I mean, I'm looking at an image now. Fish arches and underwater structure appear in the middle, and the bottom is represented by the the bright area on the bottom. But with those bladders, I'm looking at an images right now. Um, maybe this is not halibut, but uh, I certainly was picking up Opaka Paka and Awanaga in Hawaii um, at crazy depths of four or five hundred, six hundred feet, mm. and um, those were bouncing back very clearly. So, so is it, is it true that, that all fish have some sort of an air bladder? Yeah, that's my understanding. Okay. Um, you know, not being a biologist or whatever, mm-hmm. um, uh, that's my understanding mm. to. Um, send back that signal. Certainly something I'd be happy to look into a little bit deeper is, is reflecting uh, flounder or mm-hmm. or halibut. Well, my, my question but, is, is that, uh, uh, well, of course, the thing that drives me crazy when they use those icons on a screen, they're worthless. Um, but, you know, how do you tell the difference between seaweed and a fish? Um, definitely. What um, Interestingly enough, and, and it's too bad that we can't share those images, but we definitely have the ability to distinguish between weeds uh, we actually have the ability now with what we call our um, um, fish reveal to send the sonar, the chirp technology, overlay it on the down scan, which is all your structure, which is your weeds and stuff, and actually see the weeds inside the kelp. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what we're doing with this mm-hmm. stuff now. And we also um, can distinguish your bigger pelagics, your bigger species against the actual bait balls. Where mm-hmm. we used to see a kind of a wad um, with the traditional sonar, now we're able to separate those fish. Maybe some yellows looking at a pile of sardines or, or, or some squid. We can actually see and differentiate that um, precisely hmm. with the uh, wow. overlay technology of what we call fish reveal. So pretty huge advance, um, you know, uh, advancements here in the last uh, couple of years especially. Mm-hmm. And most of this is getting generated uh, not by changing the transducer, but by the software, by the, the mm. logarithms mm. and whatnot are being written into the programs in order to do this. Well, a quick analogy hey, to change Steve. the subject. Go ahead. Hey, Steve. Uh, the new ones you put on the Freedom Boat Club, I've used them a couple of times, and you can really notice the difference of the old ones and the new ones. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, wow. uh, you can actually tell where the the grass is and the fish swimming right on top of it. Mm-hmm. You can tell it. Yep. And no, I, forget, I, uh, I forget the name of the one you put on, but it's really good. Uh, just just um, a, a quick uh, comment, if you don't mind, is you know the people that fish for a living, sport fishing boat captains, they need the best equipment possible, and you know the good stuff isn't cheap. Uh, but I think that, like televisions and, and cell phones, um, it's they keep getting better and cheaper. And I'm, you know, I know that's also true with uh, uh, with the equipment you sell. Well, and that's that's a very good point, and this is one of the things I was bringing up to everyone. Um, it's not so much the, um, the you know the, the transducer technology. Everybody uses the same transducers, regardless if you're Garmin or Furuno or the other brands out there, they're all coming from pretty much a company out of uh, New Hampshire called Aramar. And it's what we do with our processors, what we do with those pings, um, and what we do with the way we chirp the frequencies now with roaming it instead of sending this constant signal of 200 kilohertz, 
Now we're roaming that frequency 20% on each side of that 200 kilohertz. So we're getting back the best picture. When it locks onto it, it says, here, here boys, uh, you know, just like an automatic tuner, man, and it just brings back mm. that signal um, to life. And I well, spent let's, all uh, week let's, with, take, let's with, take an example. Let's say, okay, you don't have a 120-foot sport fishing boat. You know, you've got a you know a 22-foot or 32-foot fishing boat, and you want equipment that works. How much are we talking? Well, we can get into a nice little 7-inch Go product from uh, a Simrad, or we can get into... Uh, a really nice triple shot uh, hook two, or the new one I really like with the touchscreen. You know, everybody's into the touchscreen nowadays. We can get into a Elite Ti 27 with active imaging, uh, 83 200 with side scan, down scan. Whoa. Uh, you know, for five, six, seven hundred dollars, wow. depending on which transducer model you get. So, yeah, man, that used to be ten times that. Absolutely, it's got touchscreen. It even will receive text messages from your wife telling you to get home. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's incredible. Um, we don't have much time left, but can you just uh, mention real quick, you mentioned side scanning. Yeah, I think side, side scanning truly uh, uh, for the fishermen at, um, acts as a really, really uh, efficient way of, of um, patrolling an area when you're scouting for fish. Uh, you can actually overlay it on your map but it gives you a really good perspective of what you're looking now, does that require right a, does that boat. require a separate transducer for that no like i just hmm. said we have the transducers our new active imaging is what we call hmm. three in one it's got the chirp it's got the down scan and it's got the side scan and guys hmm. i just finished four days of training and when you need to locate something you need to locate that kelp patty and you want to watch the old yellows hanging in that kelp patty you can do it, and you can take your cursor and look at that kelp patty, mark a waypoint. You don't even have to be on the mapping screen, and it'll. you can mark that spot and say, oh, look here. You put the yellow YT on that as a waypoint, wow. and it'll show up, and you can drive right back to that kelp patty and work it. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, some of the fishing uh, tournaments, you know, a four or 500-pound marlin can be worth millions of dollars. And, you know, if you can see them, well, what's the distance? Can you go, at 100 yards, 50 yards? Uh, you're looking, we, we measure, generally measure in feet, mm -hmm. and right now we're looking left to right um, across the board, 600 feet. Okay. No, so look at, look at the yeah. advancement. Here's, here's the thing, guys. Okay. In traditional right. seminar, we have okay, a beam Steve, going straight un, down. Un, unfortunately, we're out of time. So uh, Frank's going to be doing the show for the next couple of weeks, and hopefully we can bring you back on and go into this because it's fascinating stuff. We really, really enjoy the information. But you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to the website. Listen to the show as many times as you want. Steve, thank you so much. We really love having you on. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, motors, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Alaskan RV Butler, guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler, like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife, or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. A full-service fly shop, His and Her Fly Fishing, offers FFI-certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of FishHuntTalkRadio.com or listen live Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to, to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google His and Her Fly Fishing. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and our host, Frank Selby. And guess what? We had on the line sick-edgled Tom Engel from Moose Lip Lodge. Well, he's up in Canada. They got 20 inches of snow. Oh, Alaska. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, they got 20 inches of snow and his power's out. So, guess what we're going to do? We're going to get back on the line with Steve and continue the conversation because we, you know, 12 minutes, 24 minutes is not nearly enough. But, Steve, we really appreciate you jumping back on with us. Excellent. Um, well, thanks for having me. Are, are we back on? Yeah, you're on yeah, live, live on and direct, now. talking hey, cool. to somewhere between so, half a million and a million it, people. All right. So, anyway, I was talking about... Um, our new active imaging transducer. And this transducer you're uh, discussing with me in the last segment, um, transducers and types of transducers. Um, our new active imaging is what we call three-in-one. It's got everything in it. It's got medium chirp, it's got high chirp, it's got down uh, Steve, would you, mention, would you, would you explain what chirp means? Chirp is a was developed about six, seven years ago and what we do is we chirp. We, we take a frequency 
um, like a known frequency we've known for years, 50, 200 kilohertz, something of that nature that we're totally used to, and we we send and process a signal and we roam it. Roughly 20% uh, on each uh, So if we take a frequency for deep water, we roam that frequency roughly from about 35 kilohertz all the way up to 70. And I wish I had some images that I could share with you. I did so this basically in the it's like when, when you're using sonar, I mean, you're watching the thing about uh, in submarines, you know, they do a ping. And that's, is that pretty yep. much what, it, what the chirp is? Yes. Okay. Basically, you're doing a ping. But before, we used to send out a constant ping. Mm-hmm. Now we send out a varying ping. And then when the picture comes back to crystal clear, it takes out all the noise and other processes. And in the um, old process, really cleans up the screen and is able to differentiate fish from weeds, fish from the bottom, cleans up any noise. It also works great at high speed. I'm fishing with a fellow down in in, uh, San Diego. Uh Uh, You still there? He's got a fast boat, a contender. We run 55 miles an hour in that crazy boat. And we mark bottom at 1,700 feet absolutely wow. clear. And it's only norm- because it's Yeah, normally if you get over about 8 miles an hour, you lose it. Not true. You put a transducer in correctly, they'll work. Don't forget, we're sending those pings out in milliseconds. Hmm. That milliseconds goes a lot faster than 55 miles an hour. Yeah. So those returns, which is fantastic. But I think the big thing with, with um, uh, all this new technology, you're talking about using the Freedom Boats, is that the side scan really helps you understand where things are uh, in relation to your boat. It's good for a couple hundred, two or three. Yeah, you're, you're, you're breaking in and out, Steve. Boat. You're still there? Yeah, just, yeah. Keep, just keep going. I know you're in a bad reception area. Yeah. But, uh, so with, with the side scan, if you see a, a outcropping of rocks or you see something on the bottom that you want to fish, or if you see a kelp pilot off to the right, Max down in, in San Diego, he's actually marking bluefin oh. piles, okay, offshore near the Cortez Bank. We've, we're showing images of those at Fred Hall. Mm. So this is one of the most fantastic, useful tools uh, that you could possibly have. And it, it clearly identifies in relation to your boat where you can drop a point, mark it as a waypoint, and go right back to it. Well, another thing is, as you're moving through the water, uh, you're looking straight down at the fish. And normally, if you're trolling, you know, the line's behind you. So do you have any thoughts on, you know, when you see a fish, um, you know, how do you present to it? Yeah. So, you know, we're, again, if we're trolling at, at six or seven, uh, like in Hawaii, we troll right. at eight, nine, 12 knots, mm-hmm. and you're looking for... You're using one of our wider beam uh, transducers, uh, and you're looking at for pelagic. Say it's ahi, you know, yellowfin tuna mm-hmm. in the upper water columns, or marlin, uh, and you see that those fish are on the hunt. Those fish are moving quickly. Mm-hmm. So the main thing is, is that you're marking them. Okay, when you see that on the screen, you mark it, and then you have the ability to go back and drive over that area, maybe where they're feeding. Maybe mm-hmm. they're feeding off the aku or whatever. And they, you can go back to that area, uh, circle around, put your autopilot in a zigzag and work that area or circle or square uh, and stay right on top of that uh, pile of uh, bait that those 
larger pelagics of fishing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of the things that comes to my mind is a friend of mine that rents a sport fishing boat. And he grew up in mm-hmm. a wheelhouse, and he's got, you know, he's got like a 20-inch screen at least. And you uh-huh. he'll, he'll look at it and he goes, oh, look, there's the bottom. There's some fish above the bottom. You know, there's some bait. And I go, I don't see that. How do you, how do you know that? <laughs> well, he's been doing this for a while. He knows. So uh-huh. uh, there is a learning curve, I think, to be able to differentiate. And, of course, one of my pet peeves is those stupid um, um, fish finders, as they colloquially called. And they'll have an icon and a fish floating by. Well, chances are that's not a fish. And uh, well, I, you know, it, it's that's an interesting point. And I, I get on a lot of boats, and they do have the fish symbols and the fish noises turned on. Mm-hmm. I turn those off because yeah. it's not telling you anything. really anything. You need to understand what you're looking at, um, mm-hmm. and the arches will tell you a lot. The other thing too, don't forget, um, depending how the fish. Is situated in the water and what transducer you're using, those boomerangs, those reflections are going to come back at different um, sizes. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you go uh, and you see some activity, maybe you're starting to get some marks on the screen, if you turn the boat 90 degrees um, and fish go back and forth that way, those targets might, wow, look at the size of these boomerangs, man. There's, a, there's some major, when you've got some big yellows down there or whatever the case might be, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you definitely want to, you know, your patrolling shouldn't always be in a, in a um, your trolling shouldn't always be in a straight line. Mm. Uh, work the areas. Uh, we mm. have actually several fishing modes on our autopilots that speak to that. So we have a zigzag mode. We mm. have a kind of a weaving mode. We have a circular mode. Um, and this is a great one if you're shorthanded on the boat. Uh, my wife and I fish a lot. We'll put it on an autopilot and let the autopilot, we constantly are watching our bait. Um, and the other one is, interestingly enough, is when you get a hookup, the rod goes off, right? Especially mm-hmm. if you're trolling. Hopefully. Don't even look at the rod for a second. Look at your screen and see what you're seeing. Hmm. This is a great way to help you understand what kind of uh, targets, what kind of boomerangs oh. are coming back on your screen. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it, there's a bit of a learning curve, and uh, the boomerang you're talking about is like a, a crescent, to, you know, a moon just on a crescent, and, you know, those those, those are the icons. It doesn't look like a fish. Yeah, no, when when uh, you turn off those fish symbols and those icons, and when you see a, uh, you know, uh, inverted boomerang, mm-hmm. it'll always be inverted, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, a, like an arch. Mm-hmm. Um, th- those, you know, the bigger they are. Uh, when the last time I fished in, in Hawaii, we were out there. It was windy as heck. I was with uh, an old buddy of mine. We hooked up one, um, and I, I told Donnie, I said, Donnie, look at the screen. We're in 6,000 feet of water. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. We were, were literally, their fish were so thick, we were marking bottom at 175 feet. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had wow. a beautiful afternoon of catching eye. That was, this was fantastic. There was another, wasn't another boat in sight. It was yeah. great. But that's a perfect example of when you're fishing. Um, and, uh, I t- always tell guys, hey, when you hook up, take a look at stop for a second. I know you're excited about getting a fish, but take a look at your screen for a moment. Oh, so you understand that what it you is. You can understand yeah. what you just caught, what's underneath the boat, and how it looks. Mm-hmm. And, you and better... the, other one, the other one, guys, is we do this very well as a company, Lawrence as well as Simran. We have the ability to take our finger on these screens or with the Freedom Boats, with the cursor, 
and draw back in time. We can go back oh. nearly 10 frames to see, okay? Yeah. You might have hooked up, and that picture's already gone. Oh. You can take our frames. And see what that it was that you screen. caught, yeah. Yep, you can draw back and have a history of what you just logged. <clears throat> so you certainly can see what <clears throat> you ran over uh, and probably produced that hit wow. or that hookup. Well, really cool. It brings to, brings to my mind, you know, people that are, that uh, that are serious anglers. You spend five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars on a fishing reel, and you know they last forever. That's great, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to catch fish, it's it's not that fancy fishing reel that's going to do it for you. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. You know, um, and uh, one more thing on the autopilot, right? Um, it is the owner's responsibility to use. <laughs> yeah. When you take your eyes off the horizon, make sure we know where we're yeah. going. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, there's some other great aids to that. You know, with, with we yeah. do with radar. But you know, um, like I like um, I always like to use the uh, old phrase that Shakespeare had. You know, fishing um, a line and a pole with a hook at one end and a fool at the other. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I resemble that yeah. remark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to have to wrap it up again real quick. Good thing we got that extra time. But uh, if people are interested in finding out more, uh, you've probably got multiple websites and multiple products. Yeah, so do you want to mention the, a couple? The big one, um, www.lawrence.com. We've got some great learning videos. How-to videos, all of the new stuff on the active imaging. We're rolling out our new live site pretty soon. Uh, this will be this will be shattering the whole um, uh, underwater world here coming in probably April or May. Mm-hmm. Take a look at that. And then Stimrad, if you want to go big, uh, we, we've got the stuff for the big boys. Yeah. Uh, we've got three-channel chirp. Uh, go to simradyachting.com. Okay. Okay. So one more time, those websites real quick. Well, Got images of everything I just talked about. Yeah, just real quick, the websites, the name. www.lawrence.com, www.lawrence.com, and www.simradyachting.com. Okay, Steve, thanks thanks for bailing us out. We really appreciate it. Okay, fellas. Thanks, bye. Talk to you next time. Look forward to getting back with you. Okay, sounds great. Thanks, Steve. Time to head back to the barn. You too, Murphy. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the soft science fin fishing shoes and boots and the fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. 
enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most, who is the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page, a post, or a website, optimize it properly, spread it around to 22 million people, and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. WhiteMountainBusiness.com Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that too. Maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you just want to call me. 928-228-9228. That's 928-228-9228. I've done it for literally thousands and I can do it for you. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. All right, welcome back to Hunt Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio with our host, Frank Selby. And we have our good friend back again. We have uh, Frank Burr, who represents Snowby USA, which is t- turning the world upside down as far as fly fishing. A European company that you guys have only been here, what, a couple of years now? Yeah, two years in the U.S., and but it's, since and 78 it, in the U.K. And it seems like things are really starting to move. They're starting to, yeah. I think that the reason for that is two things, the quality and the value. And you guys. Yeah, that's of course. <laughs> Thank of course. you. Yeah. That I mean. Yeah. Hey, Frank, are you going to be down at Del Mar? Yes, we are going to be at Del Mar, and actually this weekend I'm at the Great Waters Fly Fishing Show in Minnesota. Minnesota? Okay. Ooh, yeah. cold. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit chilly outside. Were you doing some ice fishing there? <laughs> no, no time, but yeah, that'd yeah. be it. Yeah. I call it hard water fishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very hard water. Anyway, but yeah, you guys... Yeah, you know, oh, Have you got anything new over this year? Actually, yeah, we've got our SFC glove that we came out with this year. It's a neoprene glove, one millimeter thick, and mm. all the seams are sealed, so it's a waterproof, uh, really thin neoprene glove. Great yeah, for that's, fishing. That, that's like a surgical glove. That's pretty, th- pretty thin. Yeah, it is, and so you can actually feel your line when you're fishing. Hmm. Hmm. So what's that run? Uh, $50 retail, and it's been a great seller this year. Yeah. Everybody that tries it on wants a pair because they can actually feel everything they're doing while they're fishing. Yeah, and it keeps, keeps you, this time of the year, too, to keep, you, keep, you cool, keep your hands warm. Yep, but, and dry. Uh, and dry, yeah. And especially here, it is freezing outside, so <laughs> it's been, everybody's been wanting a pair. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, so those, and I know that apparently that down jacket that you guys have got has been a big seller, too. 
Oh yeah, it's been hot. We've been selling out at every show. It's wow. been incredible. Yeah, and you know, again, you know, the fly fishing uh, can be an expensive sport. Um, you know, for some of the equipment, but you guys have some of the best equipment made. You know, it may not have a lot of fancy designs on the reels and, uh, you know, all of the anodized stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, but it's, you know, machine or it's a NCR machined, you know, out of a block of aluminum and mm-hmm. the reels, you know, they're indestructible. And anytime you buy equipment like that, uh, I think the true test is it doesn't make any difference what you pay for it. It's if you if it does what you bought it for, and the other yeah. thing is when you make an investment like that, you're not just buying it to use this season. I mean, it, it may go to your kids and grandkids. Yeah, you want it to last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Well, not my lifetime. That isn't very long. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope it is. Yeah. But, uh, I resemble that remark. Yeah, but uh, no, it does make the difference. And before we run out of time, you know, Snowby probably the best thing to do is go to their website. And it's S N O dash B E E. Is that right? No, it's S N O W B E E dash USA dot com. Snow bee, and it's like a bee on the snow uh, Mm -hmm. dash USA. And, you know, they've got some great stuff and some incredible deals. And so if you're looking just to get into the sport and you want to start out with some basic stuff that works, uh, they can get you covered for an unbelievable price. And if you're more serious and you want to make some investments, but even that, you know, the stuff is about half of what you pay for some other places. Yeah, and, we try oh, to make fly fishing affordable. And the other thing, we don't have time to talk about it now, so we'll bring it back. I think you come up with a new fly line. Yes, actually. Our thistle down two to five weight fly line and five to seven weight. Yeah. Multiple. Uh, Multiple rods with one line. All right. Well, we need to get some of that. Anyway, uh, sorry to cut you short, but we really appreciate that, Frank. And we'll be talking to you soon. And please, please, everybody out there, uh, send me an email. My name is John, J-O-H-N, at fishtalkradio.com. We want to put some trips together, but we need to get some feedback where you want to go and when you want to go, and we've got some great stuff lined up for you. So we appreciate you tuning in. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to the website and listen to the show as many times as you want.